0: The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal too. We're going to have nothing but propaganda in many of our schools. I've
1: seen teachers tell children that they are girls trapped in boys' bodies.
0: Remember, the Bible speaks extensively about a coming lawlessness.
1: For the most part, it was far-left agitators pushing the violence. You know, our founders told us there's only one way to keep a free republic. You have to have a well-educated and moral citizenry.
0: Yep, I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey.
1: Because with God, all things things, things
0: are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on the American Family Association's news site, One News Now, also on their blog, The Stand, on news.com and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website admissionamerica.com we all know how hard 2020 was as a year and it's looking like 2021 will at least start off with some major challenges as well so what is the climate in our schools um is this changing are schools going along with all of the chaos that we're seeing in the culture? Just as one might suspect, radical agendas do seem to be on the increase in some schools. And we have today with us as our guest, a mom here in Ohio, who is going to share her experiences and her concerns about the schools with us. Nicole Ramo is from the Cleveland area. She is an attorney, a mother, and as I asked her to give me a few sentences about herself, she said, she was a passionate worshiper of Jesus Christ. She serves as worship leader at her church and is active in the healing and deliverance ministry. Her heart is for all people to intimately and deeply experience the love of God and to know their true purpose in Him. So welcome, Nicole, to Mission America Radio. Hi, thank you very much. Well, I'm so glad you wanted to join us today and Uh, share some of your heart and your concerns about what's going on in school. So start us off and tell us a little bit of background about your your daughters, uh, their school, and your community, as much as you want to share with our listeners.
1: Sure. Um, I have two teenage daughters. Um, I have a freshman and I have a junior. And uh, I live in, I guess, what is considered um, like an upper class. Uh, suburb. Um, I'm just adjacent to actually the most affluent suburb um, in all of Ohio. So um, the families here are very wealthy, um, very educated, um, you know, very driven, and mostly uh, very liberal as well. And uh, so that's kind of that's uh, where we live. And and the majority of the kids that my daughter attends school with. Um, it's really a toss-up between um, public education and private. A lot of the uh, kids here attend private schools, but, um, you know, the kids that do attend the public school here, again, are just a reflection um, kind of of our suburb. They're um, mostly wealthy. Most of them don't work. Um, they drive expensive cars. And uh, yeah, just kind of don't really have much care in the world. So, uh, yeah, wow. that's a little bit about our suburban and the school district. Um,
0: yeah. So along with that, uh, you know, the affluence and, uh, you know, suburban Cleveland, um, the values may tend toward, uh, the liberal, I would guess. Would you, would you say that's the, would you characterize yes. your school as that way?
1: Oh, absolutely. Very liberal. Um, they're just the you know your stereotypical um, educated um, upper class you know type of people which you know they're they're lovely to interact with they're all very intellectual, but they also have that same just you know um, left sided left leaning culture that you see in the universities's very present
0: right and so so last let's go back to when covid started last spring uh did your schools of course shut down like everybody else did
1: yes our school shut down um i'm trying to think when probably in march um basically like everybody else Mm -hmm. did, they just shut down they nobody knew what was going on so uh, they went immediately to online and it was more difficult last year they did not or last spring they didn't really have any time um to plan i mean we were fortunate in that The teachers were already utilizing a lot of online resources. Even as the students were in class, all of their assignments would already be posted online, and the students were used to completing um, assignments and having textbooks online. So, in some ways, it was easier for us. Um, However, it was not, uh, there really wasn't any, excuse me, online teaching. Um, or mm-hmm. ability for the teachers to interact with the students, and so in yeah. that way, students were basically teaching themselves the subject all spring, which was really difficult. Right.
0: So, so let's fast forward then. So, we went through the summer, and we all know how the country exploded this summer with all kinds of riots in the cities and agendas you know as if we didn't already have plenty of those going on anyway so then you returned to f- to school this fall so what did you begin to see uh unfolding uh, as a difference this fall in your this past fall in your children's uh your daughter's school it's a high school your your kids are in high school correct
1: yes that's correct um so you know, I had already had experience with my high school uh, with my older daughter, and so we've already had two years. And um, But this fall, my younger daughter, who just entered as a freshman, um, one of the first things that she mentioned to me within the first few days of school is that they had taken um, a survey. And that in this survey, they had asked each student to give their pronouns, uh, which I thought was very strange. And Wow. Uh, disturbing right especially for parents yes. who, you know maybe working with their child who's struggling with gender identity issues um just going in and confirming that would certainly be a problem with most parents and uh so that was really the first uh kind of trigger for me that something was a little bit more um i don't know progressive with the school this year mm-hmm. and then um later in the year uh, actually not even later, probably just a few days later, uh, the first few class days of my daughter's AP World History class, of all things, uh, she had shown them some clip from Ferris Viewer's Day Off, and they watched the clip. It was some thing with people dancing, and apparently the the dancers were black, and the main characters are white, and all Evelyn saw, because she loves musical theater, and, and she's used to, watching things like that she just saw people dancing and characters interacting and whatever and within you know a few minutes of the clipping it turned off everybody started talking about white privilege and how the you know how the leads were white and how all of the dancers were black because of course no blacks could be lead and it was just crazy and she started yelling at me from the other room mom this is an insane conversation what are they talking about i just saw people dancing like, I don't even understand. I didn't see any of this. And so mm. that was a conversation for us to kind of start talking about how when you have this mindset, it's almost like you're looking for it. Yes. Um, yeah.
0: Well, so I know well yeah, I've been reporting to, I'll just insert this in here. I've been reporting to our audience how the Ohio Department of Education this summer passed a resolution to basically examine every school in the state for white privilege and um, elements of white supremacy. And, uh, and then they're going to evaluate staffing, uh, discipline procedures, everything. And so there's a, this, like this lens has been put on reality, even retrospectively in things like movies to accuse everyone of something that Do you believe that was seriously in the minds of these people in this movie? And your daughter, of course, saw right through this, right? What do you, what, what do you think about that?
1: Oh, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't, it's almost, it's so, it's so presumptuous is really what it is as if we could presume to know what people were thinking, or as if we could go back and as you said, put some lens over and and just determine, Oh, well, this must be, you know, what was happening here. Well, that's, ridiculous you don't have that information you don't know that and why in the world would you suddenly just assume all of these bad intentions anyway that's ridiculous and you know that you mentioned that i mean that's exactly what we've seen at orange for example um evelyn told me that they changed the uh, school colors we are the uh orange lions and our colors were orange and black and white and they changed them to orange and gray and white because black is racist and Evelyn looked at me and again she's very dramatic and so she just yelled at me mom how can a (laughs) color be racist oh my goodness for drama yeah so it's they've really been pushing it
0: definitely you know okay at a point, and your daughter sounds very intelligent, um, do you think she's the only student that is basically laughing her head off at the how ridiculous this is?
1: You know, I honestly don't know. Um, I had talked with a good friend of mine, and she said, you know, you should really reach out to some of the other parents and just kind of casually mention, mm-hmm. and she said, I bet you would find that there are more people that, um, that agree with you than you think. And so I do kind of need to put my... My feelers out and see what other parents are out there. But at this point, it sounds like, at least in her classes, Evelyn is the only person uh, standing up, asking questions, and um, it, which, you know, I'm really proud of her for that. But at this point, it does sound like she uh, is really the only person questioning this. And thankfully, her friends, even though, well, it sounds like her friends don't really necessarily have. Uh, strong viewpoints on these issues and uh, thankfully she hasn't been um, bullied or um, you know otherwise made fun of or or anything like that. Uh, her friends certainly have no issue with her being outspoken but um, yeah. yeah at least at this point it sounds like she's kind of a
0: lone voice in her classes. So Right b- because you know when you've talked about how this is a uh, affluent uh, suburb that we're Probably more progressive values or and, and opinions are are there rather than conservative. Uh, would you say? Yes, and, oh, and, absolutely. And, and so many folks who are are in the progressive mindset. Frankly, and I remember this from when I twenty thirty years ago when I was a social liberal and an agnostic and all the things that came along with that and where. You, your, your common sense kind of kicks out. In other words, you would see this stuff, and your first reaction would be, That's ridiculous. And then, but you will not allow yourself, give yourself permission to do that because that doesn't fit with what everybody's going to think. So, don't you see that? as kind of, we're kind of going along in a, a brainwashed, um, robotic way of thinking. And I think that's why so many of these progressive values have, have uh, reached the point of influence that they have. Do you, do you see that happening in the school environment?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the kids are,
0: especially, uh, just at least the kids and I can probably
1: speak for parents later, but at least for the kids, uh, very, very much. So, I mean, even starting in the middle school, um, particularly with the uh, LGBTQ plus agenda, Um, Evelyn reported last year that um, there are posters all over the school regarding coming out or safe spaces or um, whatever, and I, I, I saw it almost as an epidemic in the middle school. It was the strangest thing. She would come home and talk to me about her friends, and it was like every other day they identified as something else. Wow. Um, and she just said it was very strange. It was almost like the flavor of the week, and I'm in no way making fun, um, but that's really what it felt like. It's like you woke up one week, and you're going to try this out, and the next week you're going to try this. And she said the teachers almost encouraged it. Um, they would ask a lot of questions, and it's almost as if they were celebrating uh, this aspect. And um, I remember her saying that it was just very strange. And, um, you know, this year, the, the same thing they're just inundated with it. I mean, even in, you know, one thing I hadn't shared yet is uh, in her class, that's essentially their homeroom. They, uh, we connect is what it's called.
0: That's essentially their well, homeroom class where they talk hey, about. Hey, Nicole uh, let's uh, we're coming up on our break. Let's save this until the second uh, section. Is that okay? Sounds good. Yeah. Well, we'll pick up this because uh, if you want to share a longer Uh, longer um, situation. It would be easier in the next uh, section. So this is Mission America Radio. And we're talking today with a mom who is concerned about what's going on in her child's school. All of the agendas going on. We're talking with Nicole Ramo, who's from the Cleveland area. And um, we will continue and talk about, again, our kids are being inundated with progressive leftist ideology. Is it Education, or is it brainwashing? I'll, we'll let you decide, but you think, uh, we, we, we think we know where you're going to come down when you hear it all. So stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't go away. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America Radio. Today's program is pre recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We know just how difficult 2020 was, and is 2021 going to be better? And what about the schools? Well, today we're talking with a mom who is sharing her experiences and how in the 2020-2021 school year, things seem to be ramping up on the progressive agenda side, unfortunately, in the public schools, or at least some of them. We're talking with Nicole Ramo, who is an attorney, mother, and a devout believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we just praise God for that. And moms with this kind of um, an approach and these values and this, the spirit of God are the ones who can share with us from their heart, their concerns about what their kids are teaching and, and being taught. So, Nicole, you were starting when we finished the last segment to talk about another um, uh, situation in your daughter's school. So tell us, uh, elaborate on on what you were uh, concerned about.
1: Sure. So it was probably just a few days after the election. And um, as my daughters are at home for school and I uh, have been working at home now since March, I was listening to the students downstairs. She was in essentially what's her homeroom. It's called We Connect, and that's where they you know, can just talk about issues, and, and the teacher is the one who kind of decides the issues that they're going to talk about. Now, Orange does have a policy where they're not supposed to be talking. The students can talk about politics, but the teachers are not supposed to insert their opinion. However, on this day, the teacher uh, was talking about the difference between equality equity and true justice. And I started hearing these words, equality, equity, true justice, and I just, I had to walk downstairs and come to Evelyn's computer and sit listening because I I couldn't even believe what I was hearing. I was so uh, surprised that they would be talking about this. And uh, sure enough, they were. The teacher was trying to talk to them about, you know, our society and that whole, you know just absence of personal choice and taking any responsibility for your actions and i was just absolutely appalled i couldn't even believe it and i was talking with Evelyn and Evelyn spoke up she um was willing to ask questions and push back on the teacher and she was just immediately shut down but i was so oh, concerned how, and again how, how I was is this teacher to
0: speak with her. How is the teacher approaching oh, those um, those terms? I mean, was it in the in the lens of the, you know, the racial equality issue and how that's been so played up so much lately? Or was it from the Trump versus Biden's perspective? I mean, wh- wh- how was that going? Or was it the LGBTQ issue or all of the above? Sure, you know
1: what? The way that she was doing it, it was a very, um, it was very it, it seemed very innocent, actually. It was a it was a picture of three kids, and um, I'm trying to remember exactly what the picture looked like. But it was basically three kids at a fence trying to watch a baseball game. And in one of the pictures, the kid was looking through the fence. One, you know, the third kid was the tallest, and he was able to see over the fence. Another kid was able to tiptoe up over the fence and see. And then the third child was looking through the fence, and he didn't. You know, that was supposed to represent he didn't have the same opportunities as the other children. He had to go oh, yeah. through the fence and watch the game. And then the other, um, I believe the equity was where the child, the small child had a stool to stand on so that he was able to see over the fence. And then with true justice, the fence was lowered so that everybody was able to see over the fence and oh, watch the
0: baseball game. This sounds like Marxism 101, doesn't it? It uh, Absolutely. It is
1: yeah. Marxism 101. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you I have to in, in Yeah, to, to to what they're selling, uh, children, and I mean, it sounds good, right? Is the idea that they we must equalize the outcomes, and not mm-hmm. again, as you said, not uh, look at individual gifts and talents, individual responsibility, yeah. and what you do yeah. with what you are given, rather than being handed something in this try artificial equalizing mechanism, which is what socialism tries to do, and it never works. Is that what you perceive that as being?
1: Oh, I absolutely agree with you. And I discussed that with uh, my daughter, exactly what you said, that they just presume that if we all have this, then we would all be successful. And it completely takes out, you know, any personal choice, any, any, any ambition that we would have, any, anything. And Mm -hmm. Um again, you know, she tried to bring that up in class. She did push back on the teacher. She asked questions to that effect, and the teacher just shut her down and Uh said that, you know, that's not really a fair reality. That's not a – and it's just strange to me, this whole, I I don't know, absence from
0: from any sort of
1: personal. Yeah, so we
0: only have – a couple of minutes left here tell us what you have you had any interaction with the school board or school administrations and what can parents be doing about this
1: um i have had some interaction with our school board um our school board is uh elected and um I, the interactions that i have had have been more in the uh realm of athletics and mm-hmm. You know, some of them are my personal friends and as, oh. as people, I enjoy them. Their ideologies, though, are again, are very left-leaning. And so what can parents do about this? Um, well, you know, we need to raise up people for our school board for the next elections that are going to have the mindset that we're looking for, a more um, conservative mindset. And uh, don't be afraid to write letters to the board. Don't be afraid to reach out to the superintendent. He is very accessible. And don't be afraid to... Uh, Speak with your teachers. I have uh, written Evelyn's teacher. After the AP World History incident, I spoke with Evelyn's teacher. I wanted to find out exactly what was going on, and I did speak with her. Um, So the best thing that I can say is don't be afraid to be vocal. Make yourself known. Don't Don't let them assume that everybody's
0: just agreeing with us right that that's absolutely great advice because in what i have found um, and many people have shared with me is that it just takes a few voices because if they, they figure one voice represents x number of people that have the same mindset but aren't telling them so they are responsive to every single concern nicole thank you so much for sharing with us today any final thoughts uh, give us about 10 20 seconds of, of final thoughts
1: all I can say is the battle really has to be first fought on their knees. Yes, so.
0: absolutely. That is absolutely right. I urge you folks to think about what's going on with your children in schools and um, pray for Nicole and pray for your own children and grandchildren. And if you are not a believer in Jesus Christ, this is the time to search your heart and become one because he is the ultimate answer his values and his truth and his the holy spirit within you will guide you and help you raise your children uh, and raise them to be mighty warriors nicole thank you so much for being on the program today
1: thank you for having me have a great day
0: yes well thank you and friends learn what your children and grandchildren are learning be aware so that you can educate them and just keep praying for them. Be on your knees as Nicole said and just remember that with God all things are still possible. Have a great day.